It talks about the most important thing, the most important aspect that is needed in this world. Can anyone guess what that would be? What is the most important thing, what is the biggest issue in the world today? Lack of something. What would that be? Uh, yeah, yeah, that is part of it. Lack of faith. Lack of faith. Hope. Who said else? Love. love. Who said love? There are two people saying love. It's his double answer. And that's bang on. The most important thing missing or not being exercised in this world today is love. Just think a little bit about it. Let me read a text here. Matthew chapter 22 verses 37 to 40. It says, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. It's kind of similar. Love your neighbor as yourself. What a hard thing to do. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So, what is the greatest need in the world? Now, who is the biggest, the largest, the most amazing expression of love that this world has ever seen? Jesus. In other words, the greatest need in the world is Jesus. He's the only one that actually could bring a solution to this fallen, disastrous world. So what's the greatest need in the world? Short answer, Jesus. The complicator to this answer is people don't know about it. And for the most part, people don't care. High percentage of people don't think that Jesus or love would be the biggest issue, biggest problem, or the biggest need that we have in this world. That would say other things. By the way, there's a, um, a research done by World Economic Forum who surveys the millennials, ages 24 to 39, every year about the biggest problems facing the world. You know what they say? Number one. I've got to list the ten biggest problems that the world sees as the biggest problems in the world. Number one, climate change. 48%. 48.8% of the millennials say that the biggest problem in the world we have today is the problem of climate change. Second biggest problem, a, large, a fear of large-scale conflict, 38%. The third, inequality, income discrimination, 30%. Number four, poverty, 
People say it's poverty, one of the biggest problems. Number four, fifth, fifth, religious conflicts. Number six, government accountability and transparency, corruption. They say 22% of the people say that that's the problem. You almost, almost could agree, eh? Food and water security, 18%. That's number seven. Number eight of the biggest problems in the world is the lack of education. We got 15% thinking that's the biggest problem, one of the biggest. And then safety and security, the well-being of people, is another big issue, 14%. And the last one is lack of economic opportunity and unemployment, 12%. They say these are the biggest problems. But the question is, are these the real issues in the world? Well, we know it's not. People do not consider Jesus as the biggest, the real one. They think that all the other things are the big problem. But people have lost or have not understood what the sacrifice of Jesus is all about. See, I went... But my family went to Disney this past week. We went to Orlando, and it had so happened that Disney was in Orlando, so that's why we went to Disney. And then we went in there, you know, went to the, the Magic Kingdom. For those who have been, go to the Magic Kingdom. I wouldn't even recommend, but whatever. If you want to go, go. We went there, and I went, you know, I just... First of all, they receive an average of over 50,000 people a day. Tens of thousands crowd in every day through those doors. You got the bus, you got to, to the parking lot. From the parking lot, you got a little bus. From the bus, you got a little, a little boat or a train. And it will actually ultimately lead you towards um, uh, Disney World or to the, the place where the whole park is. And I tell you. I looked at these people. I said, what in the What is going on with these people? Because you look, the crowds and crowds coming in, truckloads and big ships of loaded with people. They go to the, and they all, they all go, go to what? Because if you didn't know, everything in Disney is fake. You go to those big mountains, they have those big mountains. You, you knock at those things, it's all fake. It's all made up. Amazing artistic works. I will give them that. Amazing artistic, colorful, beautiful. But you know the big castle they have there? If you, if you knock at that thing, it's fake. It's just a castle, just a picture for us to look at and admire. The amazing, and give, I give them that, the amazing artistic work that is being done. They do a great job in entertaining, I tell you. But they come in, you come in and say, this is the place where the, the, the dreams come true. I looked at them, really? Are we going to all look at Mickey Mouse as D1? That's the one, that's the real deal? Mickey Mouse? With the nice bumpy rides that we went on? Some are pretty intense. If you want to go, you know, I'm not sure if I recommend, but give it a try. So you got some adrenaline. So what I'm thinking is that people, they see a situation in the world and they try to hide by going to a place like that to try to get into some dream, 
so that at, if, eventually, at least for a little bit, they can forget reality. And, and it's, it's, I'm not saying that you're not supposed not to go. Just, you want to go, go. It's beautiful and everything. But it looks like what in the world draws so many people to that place? Because it's, I've never seen so many people in one place. It's incredible. You see an ocean of people. And they come and they bring their little babies with the little carts. There's a parking lot just for little uh, baby tro- strollers. Almost a kilometer wide. I'm exaggerating a little bit. It's incredible. But my question is, what brings them? Why in the world are they trying? Why so many people come to this place? So I'm thinking, I guess because of their, somehow, they haven't gathered, they haven't understood the real things. They just focus on, let's go on this dream and let's forget about everything. At least for an hour, two, or three, or a day, forget about everything and just enjoy and relax and experience the dream. What Disney say, the dream, where, the place where the dream comes through, come through. Well... So the first of all, then we have people, a group of people that says that the problems are so immense or so intense that they prefer to go to a place like that uh, to forget, like eventually to bury their, their head in the sand for a time and forget about everything. And then we have the, another, the other group of people that believes the, the, more, the more serious people, the more scientific people say, oh, yeah, yeah, the real problem is the climate change, or the climate change, or this, or that, or... or uh, uh, homosexuality or whatever. Well, we know. Question is, are these the real issues in the world? Jesus said that the world runs after all these things. We know. In fact, we read in Matthew chapter 5, sorry, 6, 32, 34. For the pagans, they run after all these things. And your heavenly father, and now he's talking about the food because it, and the list. And I'm... I'm Quoting this text based on the list of things that the ten major issues like poverty and the food and the water and that type of thing. The Lord says, well, pagans, they run after all these things. They are desperate because of all these things. But guess what? The Heavenly Father knows that you need these things. But then he says something. Verse 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things that we are running after will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. That's what the text says. So this verse gives us a hint of what really is the biggest problem. It is the lack of what? Of seeking God's kingdom first. And when you talk about kingdom, God's kingdom, we are talking about the expression of this kingdom which was presented to us by Jesus' love. Because when you look at God and when you look at what Jesus did, you know, it's just pure love. The pure drops of love. If you shake God... What falls off is love. Love for you. Interest in your life. 
So one of the major issues, the lack of searching the kingdom first. And the other hint is given in the main text today, where Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first great commandment. And the second one, that's why I'm reading it again. The second one, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law of the prophets hang on these two commandments. Simple put, biggest thing, you have a lack of loving God and loving people. If you have these two things, the world would be a better place. I want to talk, I entitled this message here as a connecting. What are the connecting points? And I can assure you, first of all, of course, we need to have our connection with God. That is through his word. We connect with God. We understand what he did, what he said, and what he plans for the future. We understand. We grab it. How are you going to grab it in the world? How in the world are you going to grab whatever God did? Well, you have to get to know him. And that has to do with spending time with the Lord God Almighty. Because we can get so busy that God is above your head. You don't grasp him. You're not able to, to talk to him and to communicate. You get to know, you need to get to know God. The same way you need to get to know your spouse. If you want to have a deeper conversation with her or with him, guess what? You will have to know who he or she is. And what is going on and what the issues are. If you don't talk, if you don't communicate, if you don't spend time together, it doesn't happen. So that's the first thing. We have a relationship with God to get to know him and what he did that we just celebrated here. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, not with just half of your heart. Because it is possible for you to love the Lord your God with only 50% or 30% of your heart. The other 70% of your heart might be going into other things that you also love and don't want to give up. And whatever time is left over, well, you dis- well you're going to have this and this and this and this, but I'm going to spend time uh, a little bit with God so that at least I'm on a good, you know, good conscience and I'm, I did my religious duty or whatever. We don't want to go there. We want to understand who God is, and that's why we want to go into a communication with him, a deeper communication, a deeper talk. That's why we need to connect with God. And then, the other connecting point is connecting with people. I guess we have forgotten to do that. How do we need to connect? Well, do we still do that? Think about, are we still interested in connecting with people around us altogether? Are we spending time in our lives going directly to the point with people that serve us? I'm thinking about going to the store, or to the food store, or to the bank. We go strictly for business. We will not give a time to actually open up a conversation. Like I was in Disney, you know, there was the, the, the whole entire crowd there. All of a sudden I see this guy, you know, because there are, there are people working there. There are people on the ground actually working, doing garbage and doing cleaning bathrooms and doing all these things by the hundreds of them. They're nice dressed up in white and all that, and they go and clean and do. 
But people pass them by, they just go, and then the guy's there, you know, this, this guy that was cleaning the bathroom, say, well, how are you doing? So what a, uh, I ask him, well, how, 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 how's, the, how's your, your work here? Oh, it's good. Do they pay you well? Yeah, yeah, they do. Connecting. Don't, if you have an opportunity to connect with people, because that is the reason why you are actually called for. You, will receive, you have received a news, a, the, 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 the most incredible, amazing, good news that was given by God to you. To you to keep it. It was for you, but also for you to share it. And that has to do, well, how do you share? If you are an, a, uh, we almost could say like a, you know, what's the name of the person that lives in the mountains and the caves? Um, a hermit? Yeah. You don't want to be a hermit in this world. Living on your own, just doing, I hope, I go to the bank and I hope the person will do that thing and I got the money, get out, and whatever. You have actually absolutely no idea what this person is facing. Maybe the, maybe the Lord sent you to that very person on that very till right there for you to actually, you know what? Thank you very much for your service. And now let me tell you, the Lord, he loves you. What would the person say? You know, you may have made their day. The problem is we do not connect. We are so on our own business, and we just hope that the people that serve us, they will do the service, and if they don't, we might connect on a negative way because they didn't do what we wanted them to do. That's very possible. But think about because of the love of God that has sprinkled on you, you are so happy for the things that happen to you, when you walk around in the world, whether that is in Disney, whether that is in the bank, or whether that is in the food store, wherever, this is a time for you and me to connect. Say hi to people. Say thank you twice if you have to. Talk to them in the restaurant. It's connecting. The Lord wants us to connect. And guess what? This is where kind of my, my the, the message was inspired this morning. What are the connecting points with people when you think about the problems they face? Here's the thing. Where, at which point, you can reach them best? Is it not that the you know, when, when you visit people in the hospital, then they are weak, and then they, you, you, you can talk about things of their health, and, and you have, a, a, you have a, a motive to talk to, to talk to them. But even if you are walking around, and you see a person, you can ask the Lord to give you a revelation of what is this, pe- this person right now suffering? So when we already know that the lack of love is the biggest of the biggest problems that any person faces in this world because they don't have Jesus, you can love them. And that will call their attention. That will all of a sudden, hey, this person is he's kind. This person all of a sudden, he talked to me. 
And there are so many opportunities. So, and the weakest point of that person, that's when you can actually reach the person. And if love is the biggest point, or the lack of love, you have that to give. And you have an opportunity as none other in a space, in a time, in a country in which we live here, because there is freedom. Already was mentioned, China is not as free. And so many other countries are not as free for you to talk about the things of God. But here, until now, you still can. So don't be politically correct. If you have an opportunity, a person that passed by on the street, you got, and the Lord will give it to you. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, the Lord is way more interested in saving that person than you are. But since you are his agent, you go by, you do things, all of a sudden you have an opportunity to share a, a small, single thing, simple thing. But the question is, do we care? Do we know even what is going on with our own family, with our friends, and with our neighbors? How much do we know of them? Do we want to have? No, we don't have time to go into deep conversation because we're too busy. And everybody's busy. Of course, if you don't know the person, we cannot really love and if you don't know God, we cannot really love God. Because God, we need to be close to him. So sometimes we may, we may live too isolated. And we shouldn't be living isolated. We should open ourselves up. This is the time. This is the best time ever to show who we are, whom we serve, whom we love, and to show it to those who don't have it. Now, I want to encourage all of us, and I know it's 12 o'clock. I'm going to wrap up the service. I want to encourage all of us to let go of our barriers or even of thinking on the aspect that, well, if I share something with somebody, that person's going to laugh at me, is going to, uh, you know, just turn his face and move away. About 80% of the people whom you talk to will actually listen. So we want to, as church, use the opportunity starting as of today. You know, for example, when was the last time you invited somebody to come to church? Just think about it. If the church is good for you, would you agree that it might be good for your neighbor? So I want to encourage us. Let's invite the people. They will come. Because they will not experience the same joy and the same love that they see in your eyes. And if you're not having much of it, that's when you're going to, where are you going to get it? Well, through your relationship with the Lord. He has lots to give. He already gave everything. So he's going to fill your heart with joy. He's going to make your eyes shine bright. And he's going to fill you with the joy and with the love and with the hope. So much so that you will have to give. So for those who are here, for those who are listening online this morning, I want to 
cheer you up, encourage you, saying, it will pay off. Start inviting people. Share the love. And if you don't want to, if you think that this church is maybe too old-fashioned or something, you know, invite her and go, to, go with him to a different church. It's okay. Of course, he would like you to come here. But this is not the only church in the block. On, well, maybe on this block here. But there are other blocks out there, Mark. But we want to encourage you to be so courageous and communicate and have conversations with people and inviting them. Inviting them. And the Lord will give you words. I promise you. He will give you words to speak. And there are people close to you that are waiting, eagerly waiting for you to invite them. Time has come. This is the time. Let's pack this place for the glory of God. It's not for the glory of the Markham Missionary Church. This is for the glory of God. We are saving people. One at a time. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Please let's stand as we pray and close the service. Dear Lord Jesus, we want to thank you that you have poured everything you had to love us. And we feel your love. We have felt it. We know it's true. We still feel it today. And it happened over 2,000 years ago already. Where the ultimate outpour of love was shown into this world. To this world. Here we are today. We want to praise you, Lord Jesus. That you have not left us alone and you have given us your Holy Spirit. You have given us the love and now we can actually share and connect with the people around us. Lord, as we kind of wrap up this series of messages on time to connect, we will not stop connecting with people. It is an ongoing process. Forgive us, Lord, if you have lived as hermites or something. We want to live, Lord, as people that have been loved incredibly much and that we have lots to give. We have friends out there. We have neighbors. We have family members. We have colleagues at work. We have people in the community that we know and that we don't know. But we know that the lack of the, the biggest problem in this world is the lack of love. And we have that to give. So help us, Lord, to serve. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be kind to people no matter what they do to us. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be loving to them. To serve them, Lord Jesus. To go the second mile if you have to. Give the second coat if you have to. Help us, Lord. We have become too individualistic. We have just become too to us, it's just us, me, myself, and I. So 
So we ask you, Lord Jesus, that you would help us. First of all, to remain connected with you. And then to connect with those around us. Please, Lord. And we want to give you, Lord Jesus, this morning all honor, all the glory. And it is in your name. May the grace and the peace and the joy and the fellowship of God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son and the Holy Spirit be with all of us today. In Jesus' name. And the people shout. Amen. Praise the Lord. Go in peace. Have a wonderful Sunday. And try to connect with some people out there. Praise the Lord.